speaking up for yourself and what your truth is, is so important because nobody is going to do it other than yourself. Nobody's going to advocate for you other than you. And so remember that each and every single day. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Happy New Year. Oh my goodness, we are in 2024. Can you believe it? right? I feel like time just flies by and we are yet in another January. It's crazy. But yes, happy new year to everybody, all of you guys who are new or returning listeners. As always, I'm so excited that you're here, that you decided to hang out. I'm actually recording this on New Year's Day. Just kind of felt in the mood of being with you guys on this New Year's Day, celebrating with you because y'all are my friends on here in this little corner of the podcasting world. I appreciate you guys so much. But I understand that 2023, some of you guys are like, oh my goodness, I'm so happy it's over. Um, But some of you guys, I also want to celebrate in the fact that you made it and celebrate that it might have been also a the best year of your life. And here I have multiple episodes on it, but we should be celebrating and encouraging and leaning on each other, whoever you are and whoever you have in your life, despite if it was a terrible year or a great year. For me personally, and I don't say this to boast at all, but it truly was the best year of my life. I am so grateful to God for all the opportunities and all the experiences that I was able to go through this past year. I got married, I traveled, I spent time with family. Um, we made our house into a home. I felt purpose in my work. So lots of great things. And like I said, I do not say this to boast or like look at me, but really only share like, hey, you can have a great year. Yes, there were challenges amongst the year, um, but my word for 2023 was bold. Actually, I actually think it would be kind of interesting to listen back to my 2023 um, initial podcast episode I, I put out. I think I talked about my word being bold. And while there were moments in the year that were very difficult to live that out because, you know, I don't wake up on the right side of the bed every single day, but I kept that in mind in the back of my pocket to remind myself this was my year to be bold and really speak my truth, speak up for myself, whether that was in my relationships, in my work, um, friendships, you know, you name it. And it wasn't perfect, but I embodied it the best I could. And so, yeah, it really was 
a, a fantastic year for me and it's, it's kind of bittersweet, bittersweet for it to be over, but um, I'm really excited to step into the new year with you, whoever you are listening. Like I said, this is just a space of the podcast world where we can sit, chat, hang out, talk through things. Um, a lot of the times I am talking through things as I am saying them on here. So know that I am not perfect. I'm also just trying to figure out this thing called life. Um, like we all are on a day-to-day basis, but put one foot in front of the other at the end of the day. So what I want to talk about is actually how to flourish in 2024. And I use the word flourish because this is my new word for 2024. Like I said, 2023 was bold. um, And flourish is my word for 2024. And I think this can apply in so many different aspects of your life, my life together that we can empower each other on. And as I step forward into the new year, I want to flourish in different aspects of my life. Um, I've created a solid foundation and you, I'm still going to be creating a solid foundation for myself, but um, how I got here involved reflecting. And I know you hear this a million different times and maybe you already have done it for the past year of reflecting on what your year looked like, whether it was a great year, a bad year, whatever you want to call it, subpar year, I don't care. I It is so important to reflect, look back at how you did operate this past year. Um, did you do it in community? Were you alone? How did you feel? And from here, you are able to look forward to see how you can flourish in your finances, your health, your faith, your personal goals, your relationships, your career, so many different things. Um, and, you know, these are your personal to you. You are starting at January 1st, um, a new year. You can, I mean, it doesn't have to be January 1st. If you're listening to this episode in February, hey, it's not too late. I think a lot of times around this time of year, we're also... We get caught up in comparison. We see everybody's highlight reel. We see what people are planning for 2024, or the upcoming year, and we're like, I don't know if I have it in me to dream or have it in me to look forward. I don't know what my life's going to look like tomorrow. Maybe we're living kind of like a day to day. I encourage you to dream. If you've never dreamed before, if you've never written things down, maybe you're not a goals person. And notice how I've, I haven't even said the word resolution, Okay. I just want to make that clear. I'm not a resolution girly. I'm goals, vision, and this can be made new every single day. I I have a love-hate relationship with like this whole time of year, even though I'm making a whole podcast episode about it. But this is, I talk about this all the time on the show, but about making goals and, and vision and dream for your life. But, you know, you have the opportunity to do this every single day. It can be March, it can be February, it can be June, it can be December. I don't care, you know, like it doesn't have to be because it's January 1st. And I think that's where a lot of people get um, afraid of making goals or they just don't do it at all because there's so much pressure. Like, oh my goodness, if I have a goal to write, do a morning routine and start waking up at a certain time and hit a, be in a certain job, we just get so overwhelmed and we don't want, we don't even do it because we're like, I don't know if I'm going to see that to be lived out for, you know, two weeks. The good thing is that goals can change, but the first step is writing things down. And I say love, hate relationship with New Year's because 
this could be a really great opportunity if you have never goal set before. This carves out an intentional time for you to actually sit down with yourself, reflect on this past year, and then look forward if you have never done that before. And I think that is a really beautiful thing that this season, the January time creates for a lot of people. Um, Yeah, but don't put too much pressure on yourself for you to feel like if you don't achieve what you set out to do, or maybe you set a word for yourself for the year and maybe you didn't live by it in February, come back to yourself. You you have started the journey by writing these things down. You can come back to it and see if things need to be adjusted. Or if you need to do a heart check and be like, I need it for work on my foundations in order for this goal to be lived out. You know, there's so many different things that we can talk about on a different day. But anyways, like, I just went off on a tangent. But What I really want to dive deep into this episode today is how to flourish in these areas like health, faith, personal goals, career, relationships, finances, those type of things. And again, I'm not perfect at these things. I'm not the perfect goal setter. I really just want to talk through these things with you. So then you're giving yourself an intentional time to maybe work through this as you are listening to me talk. Um, but the first step, like I said, is reflecting on the on the past year. And that can look like, if you haven't done it already, um, putting pen to paper and writing down these different areas. And it doesn't have to be these things, but um, I encourage you to just kind of create little buckets. So finances, health, faith or spiritual, personal goals, and relationships and career. So reflect on those different areas in your life for the past year. Did you accomplish goals you had set? And if you did, why? How did how did you get there? If not, why not? Even if you want to rate yourself one out of five, five being exceptional, one didn't think about it, maybe that's where you start. That's really simple and kind of creates a sense of object- objectiveness. And once you rate yourself, then put why you rated yourself in that way. And that helps you reflect on the past year. So let's kind of just dive into these little different buckets and how we can flourish in 2024 together as the girls who can. So the first one I want to talk about is health. And what does this look like um, in 2024? How are we going to flourish together? When I was reflecting on this of how I even personally want to flourish in 2024 around my health, that looks like honoring my body. And as if you are a returning listener, I just got married in 2023. And there was a lot of um, pressure to fit in my wedding dress, um, look a certain way in my wedding dress. And I've worked a lot on my body image, but I don't remember if I've shared this on here, but my wedding dress originally did not fit. And um, there was a designer issue with when we picked it up and it's a long story, but I really didn't have an option to not lose weight. Um, And I did not like that. I did not like that I fell into kind of a category of needing to lose weight for a specific event. And that caused a lot of negative self-body image days. 
um, a lot of negative self-talk. And so when I want to think about my health in 2023, and I also think a lot of women can fall into this category, regardless if you're getting married or not. I mean, I think it's like 85% of women are currently unsatisfied with the way that they look and they want to change. And so honoring your body in this upcoming year outside of what a personal aesthetic is, is a way to flourish. Because essentially, you're leaning into the fact that what feels good for your body? What gives you energy? What makes you feel healthy? What do you, how do you enjoy moving your body? How do you nourish your body? And that's a self sense of respecting your body. So essentially honoring your body and its needs and respecting your body at the end of the day, because something that I'm walking out of 2024 feeling and understanding is that my happiest self is not my leanest self. And so this upcoming year, I want to try new things with movement, not just working out for an aesthetic purpose, but pushing myself out of my comfort zone, whether that's trying new workout classes, kind of programming my strength training in a way that makes me feel strong, where I am lifting heavy weights. I enjoy lifting heavy weights, but in a way that makes me feel empowered. Um, So just trying new things and remembering that you have one body. You have one body to take care of. And we were so graciously gifted your one body that you have. And so you have the ability to respect it, take control of it if you're wanting to make changes in regards to moving your body or nourishing it, you have the ability to, and that can help flourish your health. Um, Because I think a lot of times, even especially around this season of the new year, we set health goals in the mindset of feeling like we're supposed to. We're supposed to get in the gym. We're supposed to be healthy. We're supposed to look a certain way. Um, And that equals health. You know, flipping that script in a way to change that from a fixed mindset of I should be doing something into a growth or more flourishing mindset is the fact that you are able to, you get to take control of your health. You get to manage your health. And you get to make it yours. You get to find out what you enjoy. You get to find out what foods you you like. Um, you know, that really is such a beautiful thing when we change that script and understand that you have this one life. And a piece of that puzzle is your energy and how you're feeling and your health. And I want you all to be the most healthiest versions of yourself in 2024. And that has nothing to do with what you look like, what the number says on the scale. It has more to do with what is going on internally, what you enjoy. And like I said, making it yours. So flourishing your health in 2023. That's how we're going to get there. Um, Next category is finances. I'm not a financial advisor. Okay. These are just opinions and um, reflections that I've had on myself. But something that I'm doing in January is no spend January, especially coming out of November and December and planning a wedding, going on a honeymoon. You know, my wallet needs a break. Okay. It has been through the ringer and it is time to slow down my spending. And so no spend January. I actually encourage you all to do this because it also 
allows you to see where potential idols might be. For example, we all just came out of a spending season of November, December, gift giving, Christmas, all that stuff. Um, You know, we're kind of in that mindset of spending money. And so when you do something like no spend January, or even this, this applies to like no social media, right? If you take a month off social media or a week off social media and you kind of crave it, if you're, if, if you do no spend January and you start to like want to buy something on Amazon or you're noticing yourself self say, I need this. And so you justify it. That is a good opportunity for a heart check to be like, okay, maybe money has been a bit of an idol for you. So something I'm doing, no spend January. Obviously, I'm not not spending any money. I'm going to have to buy groceries, have to put gas in my car, do like those bare necessities, but I'm talking about things that I don't necessarily need, whether it's new makeup or some clothes or I'm not even getting my nails done. That is a want as well. And I believe that's how I can see my finances flourish as well by being able to do a heart check and really get intentional with where I am spending my money. Yeah. So I encourage you to do this with me. Let me know if you do. I would love to have a support buddy through this. I think kind of going off of what I was just saying, how oftentimes we can say, I need that, right? I need to get my nails done. I need this new skin product. That is also an internal mindset. We can, that can be developed. It is not, we don't, we aren't born with that. If we see something we like, or something we want, sometimes we can turn it into a need for like, I need that car or those, that makeup, like that, I just mentioned that. But whatever it is, a need is a necessity. A necessity is obviously something we need to live for life. And what happens is when we turn those wants into needs is we do find a way to get it, right? Like even if we can't afford it or it's not financially responsible, And that's, of course, when we can get into trouble and potentially even in debt, right? Like, and if you are in debt right now, this is not, I'm not shaming you. I'm not saying this is like the worst thing ever. Um, But unfortunately, I feel like debt is something that is so common and almost, um, it's just normalized too. like, oh, well, everybody has debt. Everybody has student loans or this is good debt, bad debt. Again, I'm not a financial advisor, but you know, this can get out of hand as well, right? And know that your finances, what's in your savings account, if you have debt, whatever that number is, understand that it doesn't define you. I want to make that clear too. It's not your identity. It's not who you are. And so I think I just want to release you from that too. I just feel like somebody needs to hear that. It's not how successful you are either of how much you're making, what's in your savings account, or yeah, just... I I believe that you can get yourself out of that situation though, because I want you to feel freedom and flourish um, in your finances and how we can do this, how we can get debt free, how we can flourish in our finances um, is also leaning on God because God does give us wisdom on changing our mindset from for that for that example of like I need that. And I believe God wants us to lead with a grateful heart when we are talking about finances. Really because leading with a grateful heart really allows us to be in a space of contentment, which as scripture says, the ability to be content is itself a form of wealth. 
And I think that is so, so powerful. If you're doing notes in January, this is something that I'm going to do, but write down like three things that you are grateful for each day and write about like why you're grateful about them, whether it's in the morning or every night, or if you want to do this once a week, just starting with some sort of gratitude practice can help us be in a space of contentment to understand that we have all we need. If you have, if you have a roof over your head and we have the presence of God available to us at every moment, every single day, that really is all we need. We don't need to get our nails done. And I'm not saying that, you know, don't enjoy life, but when spending money is becoming a bit out of control or you feel like you can't stop or you feel like you're getting yourself into a bad situation or your hobbies are scrolling online, you know, instead of feeding your heart with more purposeful things, that's when we have to do a heart check and maybe set some new foundations of how do we see our finances flourish? That is being content and grateful with what I currently have right now. And also giving. And this is something that I want to do in 2024 more with my finances in order to see it flourish. Because sometimes I can totally get in the mindset of, oh, well, I can't give until I'm making X or I'll give when this opportunity comes up or just fill in the blank excuses at the end of the day. And I want to change my mindset to be more of, I will honor God and also pay myself first. And then I'll choose to live on the rest. Not, I will honor myself and I'll choose to live on X. And then whatever I have left over at the end of the month, I'll see what I can give. That's backwards. I will honor God first and also pay myself and then choose to live on the rest. So a need becomes giving. And that that t- directly ties into having faith over your finances as well. Because think about it, when you are giving as well, like you are, have the opportunity to contribute to the world, see great things happen, whether it's for a cause that you really feel passionate about or serving the homeless or somebody else having a smile on their face because of your finances. You know, like that is a way to make your finances flourish, not to get your nails done. Essentially having more of an other's perspective when it comes to my finances versus selfish mindset. Essentially having my, remembering that my money is not my money. It is God's money and what he wants me to do with it is what I will commit to as well. Okay. So also something I want to talk about is personal goals. This kind of personal career, you know, that is, I'm putting those in the same bucket, but just a few ideas um, or some, I'll actually share like what I'm going to do in this area to help myself flourish for my some personal goals and career goals. Um, One is my morning routine. I feel like I have been off the bandwagon again. It's been holidays, but um, I've been off the bandwagon in my morning routine. This is super important for me to show up to work in just a very intentional and positive mindset because I am a dietitian, if you are new here, and I also manage a team. So it can be a job that I'm constantly pouring out to other people, um, which is great. I love serving and helping other people. But if I am pouring from an empty cup, my job becomes pointless. <laughs> so, and people just don't want to talk to me at the end of the day. And yeah, it's just not fun. So 
I have the opportunity to go to bed earlier. That is something I have also been not so good about. I've been scrolling way too late on my phone, just not, boundaries have been a little blurred. So my morning routine starts with going to bed earlier. So I have set a time that I am going to stay off my phone an hour before bed, get to bed by 1030 so that I can comfortably wake up at 630 because I do value a good night's rest of seven to eight hours of sleep. I need that. So um, working backwards, this is something that I really want to do of being consistent about waking up at a consistent time, getting in my quiet time, meditating, journaling, outdoor walk, depending on the weather. I love getting an outdoor walk, but if I'm not doing that, I've set up a plan B of, hey, I'm just going to stretch something just to move my body and wake it up and starting work at a certain time, also setting a hard cutoff time for work. I have been very blurry about my boundaries. I work from home, so I am grateful enough to work kind of when I want and make my own schedule. Obviously, there are times when I do have to be um, online and make sure I'm available, but I have been working late into the evening and I just don't like that. I want to set more boundaries up for myself. So I have set mid certain non-negotiables for my working day in regards to time management. Um, and I feel confident that I'm able to do this. And ultimately this helps me flourish in my career because I will be showing up to work in a positive mindset, but also understanding that I am not creating this negative relationship with work because it started to kind of feel like that where I'm like working too late. My morning routine was a little skewed. So I was showing up a little disheveled, like just I'm ready. I am excited too, because I actually enjoy what I do and I enjoy my morning routine. It's so grounding just to have like a quiet morning and I, this can be literally five minutes, you guys, two minutes, whatever. If this is something that you want to implement, I encourage you to start small, but notice how I worked backward. I'm like, okay, I want to like wake up a little bit earlier. This starts with the previous night. When am I going to bed? What am I doing? When am I having dinner? What? A, let me set boundaries around my phone screen time. So it's about being preventative versus reactive. Um, so this can be personal slash career they kind of feed into each other. Um, also creating a space that inspires you, whether you live in an apartment or your home. I, Tyler and I, my husband, have been in this house now for, oh goodness, a little close, we're two years. Oh my goodness, two years? <laughs> Time flies. But we are still making this house a home. And we had Christmas decorations up for the first time this year. And decorating house is expensive, you know, but this doesn't have to be expensive, whether it's you buy fresh flowers for your room or your kitchen table every week or every other week, just to have some sort of inspiration in your home. Maybe get a really good smelling candle. I am literally working with a candle right next to me because I felt like this candle, having a candle on my desk helped kind of put me in like a calming mood, just approachable, inviting. So that's how I wanted to cultivate this environment to show for the podcast. So this can be simple little things, but creating a space for you that is yours that inspires you. Um, that's important. That's how we can flourish in our own personal 
goals. Or even if you have like a cubicle at work, make it a space that inspires you. You have control over that. You might not have control if you have a space with a window. We would all like a window in our office, right? But you can do what you can with what you're given. And some other things that I just want to encourage all of us to do more of in this bucket of things to help us flourish is telling the truth more. And this looks like also sticking up for yourself, sharing how you're feeling, whether that's with your relationships, people at work, um, you know, being the girl who can and being a woman in the workspace or if you're dating, if you're single, you're married, you know, speaking up for yourself and what your truth is, is so important because nobody is going to do it other than yourself. Nobody's going to advocate for you other than you. And so remember that each and every single day, because I think what I found this past year is that I would have a lot of conversations with people whether it was personal or at work. And then I would come home to my husband and say like, oh, I wish I said this, or this is how I actually felt when they were saying this. And then he would ask me like, well, did you say something? And I'm like, no, I wish I said this. And I get it in the moment. Sometimes things can be a little overwhelming or we can't think fast enough or fill in the blank. But, you know, well, I started to notice this at the latter part of the year and I would notice myself in certain situations. I'm like, okay, I am a little overwhelmed right now in this conversation. I wouldn't say this, but in my head, but nobody's going to advocate for myself other than me. So I need to say what I need to say. And sometimes, honestly, a good way to practice this would be to also say, hey, I really want to be intentional about how I respond to you. Can we table this conversation for maybe at the end of the day? or tomorrow. So then I can be respectful of how you're feeling and I can gather my thoughts around this. That's putting up a boundary. That's being able to just give yourself some space. Um, And I had to do that, you know, for myself too. And I think hopefully the other person that you might be involved with in this conversation will respect that space. And if they don't, well, you're going to get those people too that don't respect you or your boundaries. But again, you are speaking your truth. You're saying how you feel. And that's being the girl who can. That's being the girl who can, who is going to flourish. You know, let them feel the way they do. Let them disrespect your boundaries. What I encourage you to be more proud of and fixate your eyes on is that you kept your boundaries. That is the most important, okay? Okay. So other things um, in the personal career bucket might be, hey, you want to start a new job? And I encourage you to reflect on, hey, why do you want to start a new job? What do you want to enjoy out of a career? Or what do you dislike about your current one? And why is that? Um, Maybe you want to exercise more leadership skills. This is something that I want to do. Like I said, I manage a team in my full-time job. So I really want to lean into who I am as a leader. That for me looks like reading a leadership book maybe like once a quarter. Um, some One of my personal goals is actually to read six books. Last year, 2023, I had a personal goal of reading 12 books. This is something that I did not do. Um, I just, in 2022, I started reading again. I think I read like two books and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a reader. I'm going to read one book a month. Yeah, I think I got to like seven books or six books, which is great. But yeah, I'm not, I can't do 12 books. So I set a more realistic goal for myself and said, I'm going to read six books this year, which is totally doable. And I would like some of those to be 
personal development leadership style books. Um, also start a new hobby. Uh, put If you want to start a new hobby, also put dates on it. Like, hey, by summer, I want to take a pottery class. I don't know, something random. But if you already know what your hobby is, we want to do more of it put some dates next to it to keep yourself accountable or tell somebody about this. And I think this is um, one of the biggest aspects to this whole thing. Okay. Telling somebody, dreaming with somebody, a friend, a family member. One of my personal goals as well is to call my family more often and reach out to my friends more often, because at the end of the day, that is what's most important. The people you have around you. And if you feel currently like you're somebody who doesn't have good friendships or any friends and you feel alone, you're coming out of 2023 feeling alone. One, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry that you're feeling that way. I don't want you to feel that way and you don't have to feel that way. Um, One of the things that I encourage you to do is reach out to me. I am your friend. We are here in this together at Aris Lujano or at the Girl Who Can podcast. You can reach out to me there. Um, I want to know who you are. Like I said, you are not alone. You also have the presence of God available to you every single moment of every single day, which is such a blessing and a gift. Um, And I also encourage you to listen to some of my other episodes about finding community, things that you can do to help flourish your friendships. Um, Whether that's taking a new workout class or reaching out to past people or getting, taking yourself out on a date and people watching and see maybe letting, um, leaving room for the miracles and see who you meet, you know, getting yourself out there, which I know is a very difficult to do, but we are here to flourish. And that comes from getting uncomfortable, pushing ourselves out of the comfort zone. And if you have, you do feel like you have people in your life that you can share this with, maybe you're in a relationship or you have good friendships dream together. That is what we are here to do. Create a community and live with other like-minded people so then we can hold ourselves higher. I say that all the time on this podcast. Um, but I that's all that's all really I have for you. Um, we talked about the different some different buckets. We didn't go over all of them, but personal, career, uh, financial, health, and how we are going to flourish this year. And I believe that for you. I truly, truly do. And I believe that for myself too, that we're all going to flourish. There are going to be hard moments in this year, right? Like we can't escape some of those, but remember you can't escape some of the hard moments or you can't change some of the circumstances, but you can control how you react to them. And by doing these things of setting intentions at the beginning of the year, help set foundations for how you're going to be proactive when those tough situations do come, where you can come back to some of these things that you said would help your, maybe if you feel burnt out or help your mindset, help your mental health, help your health, your physical health. And that's why this is so important. So then we can come back to what's important. And you are important. And this is why we're talking about this. But I wish all the best for you in 2024. Like I said, I believe in it for you. And let me know what some of your goals and dreams and intentions are for the new year. I would love to help support you with them. You can connect with me over on social media at the Girl Who Can podcast at Aris Lujano. Side note, every single Monday, I am 
taking Mondays off social media. Um, I did this last year in 2023. I would say it was like 90% consistent with this, which I'm happy with. Um, and I didn't beat myself up if I did go on social media on Mondays every quarter. I am also taking a whole week off social media and one month out of the entire year, I am taking a fast from social media. So that's just something that's important to me. Wanted to drop that piece in there because we can all use a break from social media, but I appreciate you for making it to the end of the episode. I love you guys so much and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. We will chat soon. Bye.